all right. So I got to ask, um, are you surprised that and nobody could lift Thor's hammer? You know what I did like? It's the Captain America bit. Yes. Yes. I love that. That nice little nod to like, I think in one of the comics, Cap can't pick it up. Yeah. Like there's I, some oh, circumstance that he can wield it because he's awesome. Just that the fact that he moved it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, the fact yeah, that he moved it a yeah. bit and Thor's face just <laughs> Thor fell. Thor's like, face out. Is great. <laughs> he's like, what? Well, yeah. there are there are other people, at least in the comics universe, there are other people who can yeah, lift. Right. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill. To, yeah. to, get, to get deep into the weeds. But you know why we're talking about the movie trailer? Because uh, because it's a robot. Indeed, technology. Which is technology. I don't know if anybody knows that, but robots are technology. I think it is one These of These are the things. truths that we lay down on the rebound. So we've replaced Lex this week because, <laughs> honestly, we've had just about <laughs> enough out of that guy with his solar, a lot pool, of international traveling, full-time job. I mean, Mr. I've got a pool. I've got a solar pool. Yeah. So so we brought in Guy English because I think that he's the only man who can step into those shoes. Yeah. And also Lex has just never actually seen a trailer, let alone actually going to a movie. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. I was going to say this would have been an awkward conversation with Lex. It would. <laughs> he's like, wait. Film? Shorts. Film? Film? What, what yeah, is this I, film? Can you explain this medium to I me? don't get why he can't lift the hammer. It's just a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I can lift a hammer. I had to explain that to my wife last night. Well, that that is, I, I think... I feel terrible. I feel terrible about <laughs> Yeah. If there's anything worse than a man's planning comic nerd. <laughs> I was going to say, though, do you, do you end up in a role where it's like, as with technology, I sometimes find that I'm like the go-to person in my family who is like a technology explainer, like, here's how you set this computer, here's how you use your iPhone. But I also end up explaining comic books. <laughs> Sure. And pop culture, yeah. because yeah. a lot of people in my family, and even some of my friends, don't really know, have this detailed knowledge assembled carefully assembled over decades <laughs> curated yes yeah something what surprised me say. though like i um i was watching gotham with adrian and uh i tried to start explaining a character to her and she's like oh yeah no no i got it he's you know, <laughs> that'll be the joker that's I've, like she had no problem figuring out everybody out and i was kind of like, wait so wait weird. has the joker appeared in gotham there's been a comedian just to, on just stage. to really get into the yeah okay i saw that guy I mean, it could be, a but we don't know. That's the you don't know. Yeah, that's the Joker. Yeah, no, I hear yeah, he's yeah. quite. I forget. The Joker. Yeah, I forget which character it was. It was like a weird edge case. It, it could have been Poison Ivy, <laughs> like that she managed to pick up on because the little girl had a lot of plants. Okay. Yes. Yes. She. Yeah, that's definitely. She's definitely in there, right? Yeah. So anyway, but we were gonna, the the trailer we were going to talk about was the new one for Avengers: Age of Ultron. Getting back to technology. I'm sorry. I yeah. know you guys want to talk about comic books, but I want to talk about technology because this is a technology podcast. Fine. Fine. So fine. I want to get back to talking about Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. I understand. <laughs> We've got, you know, one thing when you have a podcast, you have to stay on topic. That's the most important thing in podcasts. It's That's very rule, important. Rule one. People tune in. They're tuning in for a reason. Rule one is and... stay on topic. Rule two is remember to record your podcast. <laughs> was that is that your way of saying i forgot to hit record like five minutes ago yeah we're not doing this is not happening 
<laughs> everything that we've said not recorded at all um that's not a great loss to be honest so <laughs> so, so yeah but uh but um the new trailer has a has a great scene in the beginning i mean i think it's a great scene where they're in stark tower i guess or is this now the avengers tower and they try and pick up thor's hammer yeah they're sitting and around just, drinking having a yes. full-on party yeah, with basically, a, yeah, which is, you know, like that scene at the end of the, the last the shawarma, movie, where yeah. the shawarma scene, which is really what you want to see. I mean, you know, I would watch two hours of them. I would watch a, <laughs> a My Dinner with Andre version of the Avengers just sitting around shooting the shit. Yeah, but probably would, probably not two hours of them just eating shawarma, though. No. Not just in, silently. Yeah, in dejected silence. Well, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe half an hour. Maybe half an hour. <laughs> Well, that's where I think the strength of this is, is like, you know, Joss Whedon does a really good job with ensemble casts, and that's what's made the Marvel Universe so successful so far, is the fact that these are just people as characters. They're, they're like, yeah. they're, they're guys. They, they're, they're, they're folks who sit around, need to eat food, need to, you know, sit back, relax, have a few drinks every once in a while. <laughs> I love that scene. I don't know. I'm, I'm really eager, almost more than to watch the, the, the scene we'll talk about later with the, the Hulkbuster fight. Uh I'm just looking forward to know what that scene is about. They're like celebrating something. How they ended up there. They're all feeling good about right, stuff. Right. Yeah. Was there was there an Evite? Were they like, you know, sending out invitations to everybody and like, oh, let's just come over for yeah. a party. And they seem to be sitting on sort of a, like a mezzanine above someplace where robots have smashed each other. I I can't yeah, right. I'm not sure like about the job. Because there's some there are some pieces lying. There's some pieces lying. Rock 'em sock 'em robots. Yeah. But in I just I love the entire dynamic of it. I love that they had Rody over. Yeah. It's like one of the guys. Uh, was Maria Hill there too? Pretty yeah, sure. Maria Hill was there. In fact, there is yeah. also a third woman in some of the wide shots that you see who I have no idea who it is. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't sure. I mean, I've read some speculation. Uh, and? There's mm-hmm. apparently a Korean actress who has, been, who has been cast in some unspecified role that nobody knows about. And they've. Uh. The supposition is that it's her. But there's no, there are no close shots that let you actually see her face really clearly. It's just clear on some of the wide shots. Like, nope, that's Black Widow. That's Maria Hill. Who is that? I thought, yeah. yeah. Do we know I any? Do we know of any heroes that match that? I do not off the top um, of my head. I believe in the Ultimate Universe, the Wasp is Asian. Is she not? Oh, oh that'd be know. interesting. Yeah. That would be some serious, some serious time bending though, too, because given that you have Ant Man coming out next but year. But yeah, but I Hank think that she right, old. she appears in in Ant Man, right? Well, one yeah, of maybe yeah, it's unclear because the the Hank Pym in that is like the Hank is is Michael Douglas, who is you know yeah, on the right. older side. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but Michael hmm. Douglas has no problem getting attractive younger women. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be honest, are you you're saying that's not just fiction? Good for him. Good for Michael Douglas. So, I mean, I don't know much about Ultron as far as, like, the comic books go, honestly. I know that it sounds like in this version he's created by Tony Stark, whereas I think in the comics he's actually created by Hank Pym. Yes. In the comics, Hank Pym creates Ultron uh, and gives him an artificial intelligence. uh, And he programs him to basically do the job of the Avengers, which is to save the world from evil or something i forget what the exact it's a robot right so yeah you know. there's some kind of weird parameter that goes wrong it's like, there's, there's no way that could go wrong yeah it's like make sure nothing bad ever happens and then Ultron decides like well the best way to do that is just to wipe out humanity that would so. never have made it through the app review process <laughs> i i hope 
<laughs> One day we're all... We make it through the first time and then get rejected upon. <laughs> I don't know if Eltron takes rejection very well. <laughs> Sorry, you actually are destroying humanity, so... <laughs> yeah, we can't allow this in the store, especially in a paid app. And then, and then, and then Hank Pym would go on Twitter and be really upset. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. They accepted Ultron, and then, and then months later, they rejected after it's been in the app store. All I'm yeah. trying to do is help humanity, right. and Apple wants so, to stand in the way. Hank Pym is a piece of work, man. That guy. Uh, oh yeah, he's kind of he's got problems, and particularly yeah. in the Ultimate Universe, he's a bit of a mess. That whole, I don't even want to think about the ultimate universe. Yeah. Everything, everything's bad there. The Hulk eats people. That's, <laughs> wow. That's uh, yeah. all I need to know. Wow. Like, you know. <laughs> I do. Well, well, I, I don't think that. you have, I don't think you have to think about it for much longer. Yeah. It sort of embodies that late nineties. Like, I believe they're destroying it. Like that confusion with like teenaged angsty nitty gritty obsession yeah. with being mature, which is yeah. Yeah. pretty much the exact opposite. So. Some, I think some of it's really good and some of it goes too far. Oh, probably. I'm sure there's yeah. some good writing for sure. I mean, I've yeah. heard good stuff about Spider-Man. Sp- the Spider-Man is terrific. The first, and they actually did a first like Avengers series, which is really because the, the ultimate the Avengers in the Ultimate Universe are called the Ultimates for a long time, and then they actually some of them formed the Avengers. And the first Avengers series is very dark but very good. They that's where they introduced the Ultimate version of the Red Skull. It was well, you want to talk about a piece of work. Oof. So he's more, <laughs> worse than the Nazi version. He's <laughs> he's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. He's a I brony. <laughs> he's a red skull brony. <laughs> he's a red skull brony. Can you imagine? And he wears a fedora all the time. That's, Just... that's perfect. <laughs> cut this part out because this is a million dollar cut, idea. Cut everything. Yeah, cut everything out. <laughs> All right, so so here's the thing: when they first released this trailer, like before they released the extended version that actually had that scene in it, where they're all just hanging out, like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's extremely uh, I don't know what the word is like menacing, but without any a lot of specifics. You know, it's one of those like teaser trailers where it's like we've cut together a bunch of images that are very atmospheric, but mm-hmm. you don't really have any clue what the hell is going on in this movie. There seems yeah. to be some fighting. There seem to be some people in it, some people we recognize, some people we don't recognize, and a really angry James Spader. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, when people started saying James Spader, oh my God, James Spader as Ultron, I thought, oh, James Spader as Ultron. I don't, okay, sure. But then when you hear James Spader as Ultron, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, okay, James Spader as Ultron, totally. Yeah. So one of the things. His voice that, is awesome. One of the, the tricks with pretty much every Marvel movie is I'm never excited about it. I'm always like, oh, it's going to be awful. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. It's going to be awful. And it turns out to be pretty good every time. Like when I heard about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, this is, okay, this is a bridge too far. This is like, <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it, right? This is, a sharks, yeah, really this is sharks riding motorbikes, jumping over, like, <laughs> jumping over Fonzie at this point. It's too much. I would watch that movie, by the way. I probably would too. Uh, but it worked. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and so when I heard about this Ultron thing, I was like, ah, oh, God, come on, it's too much. Uh, when you think after- about it, all the all the comic book stuff seems like it would be, it's like it's too ridiculous for, to make uh, a, like I, a good movie. Out I of. totally agree, but whatever uh, Marvel has figured out, it's like that formula yeah. of taking something crazy and kind of making it work. 
I think they made right. a deal with the devil. I think that is the only <laughs> logical be. explanation. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Feige's <laughs> soul is like, yeah. The mouse devil? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you, So, you know, John, you were saying before we started recording, you were like looking at the, what was it, like the six-year plan? I like the thing, yeah. the Verge had a thing where you put in your birthday and it would tell you how old you would be by the time the last Marvel movie was out. And I was like, oh, I, I don't need that. So depressing. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it is kind of astounding that they're like, all right, it seems like we've done pretty well so far. So we're going to put our cards down on the table. And here's the insane number of things that we're planning for the next six, eight years, whatever. Age of Ultron. And these are all based off of existing comic book arcs. And well, at least the titles, because Age of Ultron does the titles. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Right, because that was like a, that was like a parallel. That was thing, that was right? like confusing or an alternate future. Yeah, yeah. So Age of Ultron, and then uh, they're doing Civil War. Yep. With uh, at least a, a Captain America or two movies. Well, or is it Cap- Captain America and Iron Man? It's Captain America versus Iron Man. It's definitely Captain America versus Iron Man in the Captain America movie yeah it's cap three yes yeah because because robert downey jr like you get the feeling that iron man he's kind of he's got an arc right and they've stopped sort of doing the they're like we're done with the more or less with the standalone movies i mean i'm sure if they could sign him for another movie that they would do it um but at the same time you got an arc with him and then you're going to have him in the avengers movies but like there's going to come a point because these are comic book movies someone has to die like a main character has to die, <laughs> maybe more than one. And my money is on Captain America on, on this version of Steve Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, because I think both those guys probably want to go on and do other things. And you know they've at least Steve you know Steve Rogers has encountered a pretty major death in the Marvel universe in the comic books, which mm-hmm. I think would be which is related to Civil War. Spoiler, right. sorry. <laughs> oh God, man. Spoiler for 10-year-old comic book. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel like that's the yeah. next logical step. Well, as we get further into this trailer, I think we'll see that Tony looks like kind of a... He's at odds with the team, right? It does seem like that. And right. like, you know, I, I would... So sp- this sets some of the stage for that. Yeah. I would but sp- anyway, let's continue the list. Yeah, because we'll, yeah. yeah. so uh, Civil War 2016. So I've, I've got the Doctor Strange mm-hmm. uh, rumor currently Benedict Benelux Cumberbund. To be starring as Doctor Strange, possibly, at least, or an otter, some that, an otter that looks like him, an otter, <laughs> an otter that looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that would be a great Doctor Strange. It doesn't get any stranger than that. That's pretty good. Uh, Black Panther, two thousand seventeen, nice, an, an an odd choice, but I think a really good one. Oh, I think a great one. Oh, I think that's a cool character. Also, yeah. I think there's a I, you know I, I sometimes when I can't fall asleep at night, I start thinking about how they're going to link all these together. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like there's the scene in the end. That's why you can't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, interesting. There's the scene in the Age of Ultron chamber trailer. Not to jump too far ahead, with a broken with Captain America's shield broken. Yep. And as everybody knows, Captain America's shield is made of vibranium. Yeah, I think that's a red herring. I think that's a, a false future or something. But... Well, I mean, but here's the thing: his shield's made of vibranium, which comes from Wakanda, which is where the Black Panther lives. Yeah. So maybe oh, he God, goes. <laughs> And they've said he's going to be in the Captain America movie. The Black Panther is going to be You gonna really be are up late. I am up so late. You should see my spreadsheets. <laughs> All night. All right. Thor Ragnarok. Mm, meh. 2017. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think the Thor, the Thor stuff's been pretty good. Uh, Captain Marvel. Very nice. 2018. My God. 2018. 
uh, Inhumans 2018. And then we get back to Avengers Infinity War Part 1, May 2018. Part 2, May 2019. Which they've been really sort of leading up to all along. Yes. And I'll, I mean, I, I guess Josh Brolin still as Thanos. I mean, he didn't have to do that much work in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> right. I mean, I would think that that, but that you know puts his foot in that, his foot in that role. Is that can you say that? <laughs> his hand in the glove. <laughs> how many? How many, <laughs> how many metaphors am I killing right there? So anyway, Infinity Wars. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't. Pick, I wouldn't necessarily pick that one for the two-parter. Really? I would probably, I would, I would probably pick uh, Age of Ultron for a two-parter. Yeah, I, w- I would probably go with an Ultron battle. But I mean, like, just it's get all of the MacGuffins from all of the movies and make them into one <laughs> big ass MacGuffin. That's yeah, and then have a big fight. That's true. Right? Well, and like, then have everybody who's in all of the movies. Like, it gives you a chance to get everybody together and be like, "Holy crud, we can't deal with this on our own." So we need to get yeah. like the Guardians of the Galaxy. We need to get every you know Doctor Strange, Black Panther. We need to get everybody. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's an excuse. And the underlying to... thing to all of these movies is the Infinity Stones. Yeah, the MacGuffin device that they use to create yeah. bad guys is the yeah. But I mean, right. that's not a great. There's not like a lot of great narrative in there, right? Like, well, it's I just an excuse to throw everything on screen. <laughs> yeah, but like I kind of figured. Yeah, to me in my head, it's the scene from the Star Trek reboot trailer when Eric Bana yells, "Fire everything!" Yes. Like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, we've just got all of these characters. Also, like the the logistics of trying to figure out how you would put that many different actors and characters into even two movies, yeah, <laughs> strikes yeah. me as it's kind of insane. Bad. They have not yet what announced they, who will direct that. Then what do they do after that? Well, do you reboot? Do you go to a different part right. of the universe? Do you because you can't? Those properties are too lucrative. I feel like to just be left. Oh, you can't just leave them dormant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, ho- I wonder if they hope by that time they'll get the X-Men and Spider-Man back. Yeah, and, maybe. And just like, okay, now we're doing X-Men and Spider-Man the right way. And then we'll come back 10 years after that and have all of those movies Yeah, right, over. and do it all over. Yeah, just like a <laughs> continual... It's the circle of life. That is quite the circle. <laughs> and just... just and, uh, and we're at the bottom of the food chain. And like I said before, every movie, I think, is going to be goofy. So I think that makes me... I think my my feeling that Infinity War is going to be a goofy idea, I'm going to hold on to that just so that I end up enjoying it just as much as I've enjoyed everything else that's been a goofy idea. Because for whatever whatever magic they've got, they've you know they've worked it out. They've got a good formula. Well, and that's the interesting part. Actually, you mentioned magic, and it made me think of the fact yeah. that we've had these different branches of the Marvel universe, um, and I think that's something they're exploring because they did the so like you know the Avengers are kind of for the most part. You know, you have them, they're kind of tied to, quote-unquote, the sort of real life, like on Earth, they're, they're terrestrial, if you will, with the exception of maybe Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you link into sort of the magic Marvel stuff with, like, Doctor Strange and the cosmic Marvel stuff with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy um, and maybe Captain Marvel, too, to a certain extent. And so it has all these different spheres and there's all these different like areas you can explore and like different facets of the of the Marvel universe that aren't just about like science experiment gone wrong. 
Right. Like you got aliens, you got magic, you know, and that's kind of clever, I think, to be able to bring all of those things to bear. Like when you have like this huge threat at the end, it's like, all right, we need all of these things. We need our magicians. <laughs> we need our space aliens. We need our guys who can build really cool suits and people who accidentally expose themselves to way too much radiation. <laughs> Everybody together. Fire everything. Fire everything. Fire everything. And then, we, and then we have a show title. All right. Okay. <laughs> now, one of the things, uh, or did we, okay. Do we want to talk about the DC? We don't even know that much about the DC arc that they're trying to. Oh, what the Warner Brothers stuff? Spare parts. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I. I mean, I, the I, thing that the thing that so they're trying to. I don't even know what. I mean, so they're trying to do a. They want to do a Wonder Woman movie. They want to do a Aquaman, and they're also doing. What's the group? Of, uh, <laughs> it's going to say Avengers again. The Jail. Justice, the Justice League. League. Yeah, Justice League. Uh, the thing that. I don't have I don't have a lot of faith in their their crew. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the I behind the I scenes. I don't. I'm not a big fan of um, of what's his name of 300 guys. Zack Snyder. Uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. I. I mean, I liked Watchmen, but I didn't. Yeah. I really didn't like 300. No. Um, I well, think he's just. Whatever. I mean, he's got a def. He's got a definite style, uh, but it's just it's too over the top for me. Yeah, I I felt Watchmen did and, and not good. And, yeah, I'm sorry, but like you said, guy, like making these people real, he doesn't. His characters don't come across as real; they come across no, no. as fantasy characters. And no, he shoots the Marvel's, yeah, Marvel's strength is exactly what he does not have. No, I totally agree. You know, I think he did as good a job as he could have done with Watchmen. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if people who don't follow comic books could even understand that because it's such a, <laughs> it's such a rich comic booky thing. Right. Right. Like yeah. why these why these are archetypes and why they're interacting like this and why that's interesting that these kind of things are even coming up. Yeah, it it struck me as something that would be more would have been more incisive now or like five or six years from now after we've all been inundated with all the comic book movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys are you guys either of you the fans of the comic the Watchmen comic book? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, cause I, I, I read it years, I mean, I read it years ago and I liked it a lot, but I actually, I mean, I liked V for Vendetta better. I mean, I thought it was good, but it never really hit me mm-hmm. as hard as it hit a lot of people. And so I thought that's why I kind of thought the movie was decent, was good. But I know a lot of people who were really into the comic book who really did not like the movie at all. Yeah. yeah I but too. I mean, I can understand that. I, <laughs> I know where they're coming from, but it, at a certain point, it's like people complaining about uh, like Lord of the Rings skipping some scenes. Or sure, right, exactly. Like, Come on, it's fifteen hours <laughs> yeah, long. Right. I mean, it, you know, give it a rest. At yeah. a certain point, you have to realize that these are different mediums, and that the story is going to be told in a different. There's only way. so much just, you can do. Just roll with it. it. Doesn't take your comic book away. <laughs> so actually, it do- actually yeah. it does. I think it- just just <laughs> they came, they came. sucks it right out of your brain. Yeah. Take that comic book right out of my well, so, off, and, my, and, off my shelf. And Man of Steel, I thought, was a kind of pretty bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't like it. There were, there were, every once in a while, they would do a glimpse. And you know what? The trailer for Man of Steel is a great trailer. Gr- Speaking of trailers, great trailer. Yeah. Terrible yeah. movie. Superman yeah. Returns trailer is awesome, too. Yeah. <laughs> and right. the first 10 minutes of that movie is kind of fun, and then it kind of goes yeah. down, downhill. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
I don't know. The, this is why I agree with John. It's like I don't have a lot of faith in, in Zack Snyder because I look at the work that he's done and there's nothing in there that really appeals to me or I feel like, you know, I'll give them credit for like they're trying to do something that is very different than, the, than what Marvel is doing in terms of like the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if you'd wanted to take Batman Begins as a jumping off point, which I think would have been a pretty solid one for the DC universe, yeah. but then they've decided to throw out that continuity entirely which they kind of had to given the way that that movie worked um and reinvent the batman thing as well and mm-hmm. they're definitely doing something different but i don't think i think that was the 2000s sensibility in some ways like you know yeah. you go back and you look at all the things that got rebooted in like the 2000s and there's an overridingness of that gritty remake thing i mean look at the james bond movie for example casino royale is a great example of rebooting something in the 2000s where it's like no we can't get away with being campy and funny in the way that you know pierce brosnan's 1990s james bond movie was we have to be gritty and realistic because that's what our audiences want to see but i think that's started to wear out and so you get the successes of the marvel comic movies is that they are fun and funny i mean man of steel is not a funny movie no (laughs) and that was successful for the like you know if you want to call the 2010s like i feel like that's kind of been a a hallmark of sort of what the attitude people are looking for and if you look at the avengers and you look at guardians of the galaxy which i think are probably two of the more successful uh marvel movies that it's both because they're funny and they're and they're escapist and it's like but it's weird that they don't but dc does not do that in their tv shows well the the tvs i mean the flash is very fun so is arrow and arrow's fun yeah Yeah, i think arrow's fun too yeah um and they're still there's you know the arrow arrow is still kind of gritty but uh, but it's not... It's not devoid of humor. No, it's not devoid of humor at all. And and I think that's true. Like, you know, I think probably you guys would agree with me that if they wanted to do a Justice League version of those characters, <laughs> yep, that we would watch yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, right, absolutely. I'm already yeah. looking forward to the crossover in uh, uh, whatever, Arrow yeah. 8 and uh, I guess Flash 8 or something. Yeah, I think it's in yeah. December. But they're completely, but they're definitely, they're separate universes, right? Because... Yeah, they're yeah. gonna do it. They're also doing a Flash movie, and it's not gonna be. God, what is the, the guy gr- from the TV series? Grant Gust. Grant Gust. Yeah, Grant yeah, Gustin. What yeah. is the gritty Flash movie gonna be like? There's. <laughs> like, yeah. I just have to run so fast. <laughs> why? Why must I always be so fast and yet so slow? <laughs> I haven't run as fast as I can for this city yet. He's not actually super powered. He's just running away from his problems. <laughs> Into booze and women and he's smoking. An and, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's it's Usain Bolt as the Flash. Yeah, he's just he's a washed up sprinter. <laughs> oh dear, with a bum knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yeah, it's gonna be the gritty like the Flash after like some terrible event where he's all like he's got like, banged up. Yeah, icing his knee. That's so depressing. Anyway, yeah, I mean so. I don't think the Marvel movies work simply because they're funny. I think they work because they're not afraid to be funny and they're not afraid to have, uh, you know, often sort of ham-fisted emotional moments. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's but, they, they delve into the melodrama, absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, when you're talking about events on a world stage, you know, I feel like it, it, ratchet is thing, it ratchets things up. But at the same time, they don't ignore well, I don't the know small moments. It's the world stage, though. Like, I, don't, I, I think it's more that... You care because the characters are. You care about the characters, right, and you've right. cared about the characters because they've made you laugh at some point. Yeah, I agree because you you think that they're interesting or you you relate to them in some way. Even Thor, I think right. you know they've done a yeah. really good job with his character 
of being totally i just really to my mind the defining moment in the thor movies is where he gets hit by the truck a couple times in the first movie i just i find myself laughing hysterically whenever i see that (laughs) that's really good and where he hangs up his his hammer when he goes into the apartment yes (laughs) (laughs) just sees he sees a hook there and he's like (laughs) he's such he's such a boring character really in like a lot of ways uh but yeah they really pull him off pretty well I just, I still want, I'm so disappointed that there's no Hawkeye movie. <laughs> well, because what we want is a Hawkeye comic, comic book, right? Yeah, the, we want the Hawkeye comic book, right? I would love yeah. to watch that. That would be a great TV series if Marvel wants to go back in the TV series. It's just the Hawkeye comic books where he's just like tooling around the apartment. Or just like a, like a rom-com. Yeah. Like a Hawkeye rom-com where there's like, there's some, yeah, like he uses his bow a few times. but <laughs> No, no, no. It's, it's a 23-minute single camera sitcom called <laughs> called this looks bad <laughs> it's or called this looks bad and something guy. crazy happens before like the the stinger the the <laughs> teaser before the credit thing and then they explain it for the other 19 minutes about how he got into that crazy situation <laughs> this looks bad <laughs> okay this is all technology we wanted enough technology let's talk about technology okay um one of the things that you might be wearing to go see Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> Pants <laughs> is, is an Apple Watch. So, guy, guy, are you are you uh, are you interested in the Apple Watch? Are you are you buying? Uh, for professional reasons, yes, one hundred percent. Just for professional reasons, do you wear a watch? Do you wear a watch now? I do uh, when I'm in dressy up mood, oh. kind of thing. I, I wear I wear one as jewelry. I have like an old Amiga that my dad gave me from like the seventies. Uh, like a hand me down, which I like, right. like I love it. But it's, I mean, it's an affectation and it's jewelry. Uh, no, you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that like this is the most important. You wear, thing. you I mean, wear it through your nose piercing. Yes. It's <laughs> 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 a good it's look. Just, it's just ticking in my ear the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I don't. But no, I, I okay. like wearing it to to dress up. Um, so you're you're mostly interested in developing for it. Well, here's the thing: when they announced the iPhone, I immediately knew that I wanted to write software for it. When they announced the watch, I didn't know what kind of software I would write for it. Um, and I'm not. This, this makes it sound like I'm down on the watch. I'm I'm not at all. Uh, I could just imagine the uses of a phone, and I don't quite yet know what I'll do with a watch of these kind of capabilities, right? Right. Um, I'm going to get one, and to I mean, I'm. I think I'm half telling myself that I need to get one for professional reasons, but. Uh, but you also want one. I would have got one anyway. Like, yeah. you know, if we, if, we, if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to buy one. Of course, I'm going to buy one. I mean, You're getting a gold one, right? Of course, for, for professional, professional, purely professional, professional reasons. reasons. Yeah. Several yeah. gold ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, rose gold, standard gold. You got to yeah. match, right? You got exactly. you got to color, yeah, color coordinate. Tr- 20, you know, 20K a pop, why not have one on yeah, each sure. Yeah, sure. So I was interested because there was a piece, there was a rumor going around that the stainless steel one is going to be $500, which we mm-hmm. discussed, I think, a couple weeks ago, right, John? Right. And I think right. we were, that was kind of what we were That was about what we said, I think, yeah. And everyone called us crazy. They called us mad at the Academy. <laughs> mad! They'll see! <laughs> They'll all see! I, I listened to that. I thought it was very rational. I think that's perfectly reasonable guess at the price point well i think that's about the amount of money especially for something that is unproven and is technology even if it is fashion related 
Um, and I think, you know, we, as we agreed on that last podcast, I think it would be the band, if you're going to upgrade to something that is beyond sort of the standard band, I'm guessing that may start to cost you a decent and chunk more money. But if you're just buying the standard watch with whatever band that they sort of throw in by default, I think it's, assuming they throw one in by default, maybe they'll just sell you the watch with no band. It's like, oh, Oh, that'd be amazing. Here's just like, they'll they'll give you some like strips of paper or something with tape on it that you can use until you buy a band. (laughs) Elastic band. Duct tape. So, I mean, 500 bucks seems pretty reasonable for me in terms of like, that's where the iPad came in. This is something that is. It seems like at that price point, they can still sell a bunch of them and yeah you know not be i mean not price themselves out of that market completely and then the gold one still still make enough money the gold one's just like a different ball game entirely oh yeah that's yeah yeah forget it that's not for yeah i'm not that's not for you and me dan no that's for the guy englishes and the lex friedmans of the world (laughs) (laughs) the employed the employed is that what we call employed people seem to be bending over backwards to try to figure out how those watches can be upgradable for you know for the next model yeah uh my guess is they can't be forget it see that really? seems like the that seems yeah. like the obvious you know i agree with you because it seems like these things are basically like hermetically sealed and yeah. since everything is in that little module like what would you replace it with but at the same time i don't know can you like could you in theory pull out that module and swap in a better module i suppose but i mean Cause- that thing, I mean, that that know, thing on the know. back is just for power. There's no there's no data connection. Yeah, no, I mean, no. maybe on you that magnetic... to the Apple store and get the the S one swapped out for an S two with the same connectors. But it's, yes, you could, you could still download a, an update wirelessly. Well, software, sure, but like sure, I, I mean, the hardware. Like I don't think the hardware. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't think the hardware is upgradable. No, but are you going to put more RAM in it? I mean, <laughs> I fix it is going to be outraged. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> very low <laughs> score on iFixit. <laughs> yeah, I just think if you know if you're gonna blow that kind of money, no, I mean there's there's a little there's clearly a yeah. little door on the back, and you open that door, and then you shove a full size sim in it. No one knows yeah. how. It's it's the pin particles. That's how. Uh, <laughs> it's Ant Man. It all this is this is where the science comes Ant-Man in. It's a tie in. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Early it, 2015, Ant Man comes out in like May. That's perfect. It shrinks down pin particles. It the Apple, the Apple Disney. Mm-hmm. all making sense now or it's magic <laughs> either, either, either one doctor strange yeah but um uh, but yeah i'm gonna get one it's gonna make me sad because i'm gonna I, I want at least two of those bands and i say that now not having seen the prices right <laughs> i'll probably be able to afford like half a band but yeah yeah well i gotta think like the they come with a band right well they must. like i would think they come with it's unclear but i would think so yeah well, yeah. I mean, the other funny thing is, I mean, do you remember when the first iPhone came out and it came with a dock? Yeah, yeah, sure do. And then slowly they keep they, they got a couple took of that them. out. Yeah, they took that out on the mm-hmm. next one. I imagine the first. Uh, Why are we App, giving this Apple away? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the first ones will have, be awesome, right? And then they'll slowly sort of pare back the kind of yeah. Games they'll that you just get sell you from, that that little yeah. module, and you'll have to put it in yourself. <laughs> yeah, breaks the uh, the waterproofing. But so the other, and then the other thing that happened in the past week was Angela Aaron's letting slip that the word the word spring. Oh, I'm glad you brought that launch, up for a launch for the iPhone, iPhone, uh, Apple Watch. So I'm glad you brought that up because uh, 
I, I, I couldn't be bothered to say anything publicly, but I think that that's just a goof. You still have it. I think I kind of got that impression too, but you know, it's just uh, that's the way she thinks. She's from fashion stuff. It's like that's the spring collection. It's coming out in spring. Sure, It'll be in right. fashion It'll stuff. It'll be yeah, spring. right. Available. Like, that's when the hump is. Yeah, so it's not the uh, launch date. So she didn't say early 2015, and so she said it's going to come out in spring because there's four, you know, seasons in fashion, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Way- four seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's just the in way fashion, she. Th- Dan. I, I think that I really just think that that's the way she thinks, and she said it. And then some nerd's going to be like, well, the first day of spring is whenever the hell it is, and the last day of spring is this. So therefore, and like somebody from PR is just having a drink with Angela. Ne- like, look, you can't say this to nerds. You just got to let it go. Nerds are not fashion compatible, Yeah, as we've all known. Um, I mean, spring is early 2015. Well, just, early, just what fine. does early mean? As we discussed, I think John and I were discussing on a separate podcast yesterday, early, I feel like, is pretty much any time before the middle of the year. Right. <laughs> Right. So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm envisioning this, you know, maybe they, I don't know, March or April, I feel like, is a pretty yes. solid bet. Yes, which is pretty early, given yeah. that those yeah. are pretty, look at the numbers of the months. Pretty <laughs> yeah. low. Well, those well, are pretty low this, numbers. Break this down for me. <laughs> How many months are there in a year, would you say, on average? Uh, 50, 52 <laughs> months in a year, oh, on oh, average, okay. except right. on the leap year. Okay. That's super confusing. So I was going to say in, in another piece of this is sort of follow up. Yeah, we do our follow up at the end of the show. Um, follow up. Uh, I I used Apple Pay this week, John. Oh wow! So now there's yeah, because your bank your bank finally my uh, bank my bank switched on, over. Right? Actually, even before yeah. they said they were going to on a whim on Monday, I was like, oh, um, I got to go to the grocery store. I'll try entering my card, and sure enough, it worked. Although I had to jump through. I don't know if you had to do any of this. I had to jump through all these hoops. I had to like call an automated system and like put in yes. my yeah you have to you social have to security number it. and a pin and all this stuff but oh, like, i didn't have to do that much but yeah i mean but i had to call bank of americans and, and and just like you know just confirm with the call yeah that yeah that's what i wanted to do. i punched in some numbers and like a and a two-factor code and then it took i mean it took like 30 seconds to do so it wasn't super onerous or anything like that but then it activated and i was a little disappointed because i went to whole foods to to go grocery shopping and i was like oh I, i'm gonna use apple pay and i started got to the register and i was like looking at the guy and i was like oh yeah i haven't, I haven't done this before I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this and see how it goes and he looked so bored <laughs> i was like i was like i'm really <laughs> excited, excited? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and then i mean it is kind of anticlimactic because like you know you, you hold your phone out you put your thumb on it and it's done and, it, and you walk away uh but, but it was cool the, that's the exciting part that's it's it's quick i know i mean so. the only weird thing is like the only place i've used it so far is at mcdonald's and uh and it's just like and the fact that they have to like they have to pick up the the swipe thing and hold it out the window for you it's like it's like okay it's easier for me but it's definitely not easier for her <laughs> do they let you use the apple pay in canada guy uh no not yet all right not yet. we do have we have nfc on our credit cards and stuff so we can't do some yeah you've already stuff. got yeah, yeah. your, your and, situation and- is already better than ours anyway yeah, and you guys have seen that, right? Like they'll bring the little yeah, yeah. Right. thing we to your table, and yeah, 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 right. So that's kind of cool. It's weird. Wait, what did you have to enter your social security number for? Oh, I do. Like when I you first to... set it up with my card, right. I had to call my card issuer and be like, "Yes, I want to set this up with that place." I mean, confirm. it was all it was all an automated system. So I like I okay. punch in my like uh, I have like a member number for my card thing. So I punched that in. Then I punched in like a pin. Then I punched in a two factor code to like be mm. really sure. And after that, I don't have to do anything other than just use the touch yeah. ID. But it's like okay. to make sure that I can't just walk around, take a picture of someone's credit card, and like set themselves up to pay, which was a question that we had. Right. 
um, it's it's a lot harder because you actually have to obviously confirm that yes, this is me and this is my card. Yeah, I just find it weird because in Canada we we have laws against um, companies using the our SIN uh, social insurance number, ah. the equivalent, as a unique identifier. That is probably a oh, really yeah. good idea. <laughs> we don't well, have that here. Well, the <laughs> reason is, is the theory behind it is that if like a bunch of places get breached, uh, bad guys can't tie people together by a mm. universal unique identifier. Oh, that never happens here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. I had that. Uh, yeah. So I got my, I had my information stolen years ago and I kept getting, I kept getting this call um, from like a, a collection agency. I was like, I don't, I don't have anything in collection so i was like i just i, don't, I, I, I don't have nothing to collect phone. i don't pick up i don't pick up the phone i was like i pay everything off yeah. every month i don't you know there's nothing there's, that can't right. be for me and so finally and and so i let them just like call and leave a message for months and i finally picked it up and they're like hi mr most have been trying to reach you and like yeah <laughs> and they're like uh you have an outstanding and at the time i was on at&t and you have an outstanding uh bill with verizon and i was like no i don't i've never used i've never been a verizon customer and they're like, oh, so you didn't get a get a cell phone through Verizon and charge up three thousand five hundred dollars in wow. cell phone usage? Like, um, no, I did not. So Oof. somebody got my social security number from where I used to work. And wow, got, oh, a, got a cell phone in my name and charged up thirty five hundred dollars of cell phone charges. It's like, how do you even do that? How long does it take? Like that's someone. I feel like that's someone who has it out for you. Like how much can I? How much can I do on this cell phone? Yeah, it Fair seems like, like it's hard to to wrap it up. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that John. Yeah. Well, guy. he's probably in Europe, and it's probably all like travel, um, like roaming charges or something. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, I just picture yeah. someone on an iPhone who's like, I'm gonna download this enormous file from the App Store, and I'm turning off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> I got a call Maltz. yesterday. I got a call yesterday morning from so and so and associates, and I see it on my phone. I'm like, oh god, that's got to be a law firm. So I didn't answer. <laughs> no, I had I had my so wits about my me. Idea. That is a legal defense, I believe. Yeah. Well, I had my wits about me. Then I'm like, well, if this is really bad news, I'd rather let them leave a message so that I can figure out what I'm going to say, rather than picking it up and trying to yeah play this yeah. on my feet. Like, why would you walk into talking to a lawyer if you really didn't have to? <laughs> So, so, and I never do this. Like, I'm so bad. I've got like 73 unheard messages, but this one I heard right away. I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this. And they're, they're telling me that as a friend of somebody or other, it was like a three word name and I, I can't pronounce it. Um, uh, you are expected to be in court on November 12th. Uh, so this is a message from the office of so-and-so at the legal firm or blah, blah, blah. And it was like a friendly reminder that I had a court date. And I'm like, whoa, no, I don't. Like, I don't, I've never heard of this person. Pretty sure I don't have a court date. But that's not the kind of thing you want to screw around with, right? Because, you know, yeah, then you, the you screw around with jail time, which is not fun either. Um, so I called back the law firm and I spoke to the, uh, the receptionist and was told, they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's probably just a wrong number. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. And I hung up. And it's been eating at me ever since. It's like, really? <laughs> like, just the receptionist said, oh, it's probably something. And I was like, Don't okay with that. It. I feel like I probably should have checked up well, on that a little do, bit more. Do you feel the worse that because the, time. the guy who was supposed to get that call didn't get it and now might yeah, be facing really. jail time? Well, so that's, that's one of the reasons that I called back immediately. Because I'm like, this guy could be, you know. 
Well, like I this, feel this like this could have serious repercussions for this poor guy. In the U.S., you wouldn't you need like a subpoena or something? I guess it depends on what the. Well, in theory, see, here's the thing. Summit. I think they sent it to me. I think, well, sorry, I think they sent it to the person that was supposed to get it. Right. And this was meant to be a friendly reminder okay. to like, hey, guess what? You got to come show up. Like you got and a like, dentist appointment tomorrow. Exactly. That's exactly the, the thing that I thought it was. And I think probably, hopefully, somebody just misdialed. I hope. It's like the or, time I accidentally bought a CD player for a guy on Amazon. He left himself <laughs> logged in. <laughs> it was the early 2000s. <laughs> Like uh, like at school or something. Yeah, I was. I used to work at the. I used to work at a a law school, and I was eating lunch in like the cafeteria, and they had these like terminals that you could just like use for internet access. And I was browsing for CD players on Amazon, and I think there was a guy still who had not logged himself out, so he may have received a five disc CD changer in like two thousand three. Yeah, could always send um, it back. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't too worried about it at the time, but apparently that one click ordering stuff really did work back then. Nice. Patented one click order. Patented. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can do that on your watch. <laughs> not not Amazon. Tap, not Amazon ordering. Watch. Yep. Well, coming in. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty five. So they'll price that, that one right. Do we know how that works? If you're just holding your watch up to the uh, to the doodad, the NFC doodad, does it just charge it? No, you gotta you gotta enter a pin. I think. On your watch. No, I think on the phone. It's weird. I don't know. I, we, hon, I was, I was reading well, about this somewhere. I thought didn't uh, Renee had said that it was Renee Ritchie, our good friend Renee Ritchie had said that. I thought the activation was done by uh, by your the watch being on your skin. Oh, and then if you broke like so, right. you can you can put the pin in, and then as long as you don't take the watch off, it works. Mm. Yeah, you put, so you put the you put the watch on. You get like a two factor thing on your phone. You type in the goodies. something like that. And then you're locked in, and as long as you don't take the watch off, you're fine. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I didn't follow that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. I feel like it's more awkward to pay with your watch than with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you guys another question. Do you have sex with your watch on or off? <laughs> what is... No, the question to ask in response to that is, what does that have to do with mobile payments? You don't, you don't have an NFC terminal right next to your bed? No, that's not a. Where do you get? Where do you go from from payments to like sex, dude? Maybe I don't know. Maybe you guys do it differently in Canada. 